Welcome to Goop Tales. I'm Maria Calanchini, the founder, writer, and narrator behind these original audio stories. So firstly, I want to thank all of you who have supported Create Your Own Goop Story Kit on Amazon. Thank you, thank you. I cannot wait to see the goops that you have created. I've already received a few of them. And I'm going to tell you a little bit more about that story kit at the end of this story. But I want to get into the story, and I know you do too. So first, I want to say that this story, which is called Colorina and Chemistria and the Sequoia Tunnels, was inspired by two different listeners. And it was inspired by two sisters, Eleanor and Stevie, and they each had a different idea for a goop. And I'm going to let you listen to them here. Hi, Maria. I'm Ellie. I listen to it on road trips. It's one of my favorite podcasts. My favorite one is Excusia, where she goes to um, the Maru National Park and she meets a jaguar. I wanted to make a goop. So her name is Chemistria and she always is carrying a beaker. She has a little hat um, that's yellow with daisies on it. And um, she's always wanting to go, needs to get back home, but there's a pack of wolves that is, that is trying to kill her. I would love if you sent my goop into your podcast. Bye. Hi, my name is Stevie, and I'm Ellie's sister. I want to make a goop. Her name is Colorina, and she goes to the Redwood Forest, and she sees so many animals, and she gets chased by an elk. And she wears a pink shirt, and she dyed her shirt all the colors of the rainbow, and her pants are white for, like, paper. And she carries a little bag with pencils and paper. Please send this to your podcast. Bye. And what I did is I took their ideas and I combined them and made Goop sisters. Not twin sisters, but sisters. So there's the big sister and the little sister, just like Eleanor and Stevie. So thank you so much. I took a couple liberties with your suggestions on where the Goop should go. But this was really a very, very fun story to create. I had a lot of fun, especially with the characters' names, Chemistry and Colorina, because there's so much you can do with them. And I love the idea of just being able to pull out a pen or a crayon and draw anything you want and have it come to life. And that's what Colorina is able to do. But the life in her drawings comes from the chemistry that she has with her sister, Chemistria. So you will see that in the story. And I'm going to let you listen to the suggestions by Eleanor and Stevie right here. And then we will get into it. To see our drawing for Colorina and Chemistria, and to see the real photos of the sequoia trees in New Zealand, and to see the porcupine, just visit gooptales.com forward slash colorina hyphen chemistria or forward slash episode 129. 
And make sure you stay until the end because you might have a shout out. Goop Tales, episode 129, Colorina and Chemistria and the Sequoia Tunnels. Colorina and Chemistria were two sisters, little and big. To find two that were closer, you would have to dig. Each had her special skill, and when they were used, it was quite a thrill. Colorina would color and color and make everything alive, while Chemistria would see a beaker and in she would dive. Chapter One Once upon a time, there were two goop sisters called Chemistria and Colorina. Chemistria was the big sister, and she was so delighted to have a little sister that she asked if she could pick out her name. Her parents said yes, so Chemistria decided to do experiments in order to figure out inspiration for her sister's name. She spent an entire day in the chemistry lab. First, she put on her lucky yellow hat with daisies and her lab coat. Then she pulled out beakers, glass storage bottles, flasks, and all kinds of colored potions mixing together different colored potions, moving them from one bottle to the next. Chemistria began to sing. My sister and I will be such good friends. She will always lend me her pens. Pens in every shade. She will always come to my aid. (gasps) Colorina will be her name. And my world will never be the same. She laughed as she sang, making up words. That's it, Colorina. That is what we will name my sister. And she will color my world. And I will teach her chemistry. We will have so much fun coloring and doing so many experiments together. And that is how Colorina got her name. Colorina and Chemistria were the best of friends and did almost everything together. Colorina filled every adventure with color, and Chemistria made it all sizzle with a little bit of chemistry. On a deep, dark, cloudy, rainy day, the drops poured from the sky so heavily that there was no going outside. Everyone had to entertain themselves inside. Sketcher had come over to visit Colorina earlier in the day so that they could draw together and now he was stuck at her house. (laughs) That rain, you can't leave now, laughed Colorina (laughs) as she stared out the window. I know, I know, replied Sketcher. Maybe we should draw a tunnel to my house and I can take that home? Oh, I love that idea, said Colorina as she jumped up and down, clapping her hands. Let's color away. Then she ran off to get colored chalk. Colorina's bedroom walls were painted with chalkboard paint so that she could color on them over and over again. 
and then erase her coloring when she wanted to start with a blank wall. Colorina and Sketcher spent one and three quarter hours drawing the most marvelous underground tunnel. It was made of red, white, and gray bricks, and it started at the bottom of Colorina's closet door. A brick tunnel mushroomed out from the door and went up the wall, winding around a large window overlooking the backyard. Colorina colored in a little bench inside the tunnel in case Sketcher wanted to sit down in the tunnel on his long way home. Then Sketcher sketched a gray rabbit wearing a top hat, just in case. I need some magical company, he <laughs> laughed. The two of them were having the most marvelous time, laughing and coloring and imagining together that they didn't hear the door open. <laughs> Chemistria had knocked on Colorina's door several times, but to no avail, so she finally opened it herself. She was holding one of her latest experiments in a little glass beaker, and there was smoke coming from the top. Looking at the tunnel that Colorina and Sketcher drew, her face lit up. You two are amazing artists, she exclaimed as she stood in the doorway. This tunnel looks so real that I want to crawl right into it and meet that rabbit. Sketcher and Colorina turned around and beamed. They were both very proud of themselves and their beautiful artwork. Well, come on over and let's give it a try, laughed Colorina. Carefully holding her beaker, Chemistria moved across the room. She didn't want to spill it. Leaning down, she examined the entrance to the tunnel that Colorina had drawn. It looks so real, she sighed. It really does, said Sketcher, as he stood up and walked over to Chemistria. It's just missing one thing, said Colorina, who got up and crossed the room. Leaning down in front of Chemistria, she drew a tiny door at the entry to the tunnel. And now for the final touch, she said as she drew a door handle. Then she stood back and admired her work. It did look real. Chemistria held her beaker in one hand and reached out with her other to hold Colorina's hand. Open it, she whispered. Colorina frowned for just a moment and then she smiled the slightest smile and reached down and opened the door. Sketcher watched in awe as Colorina and Chemistria walked right into the tunnel and shut the door behind them. Chapter 2 Reaching down to the door that Colorina had drawn, Sketcher grasped at the handle but it just felt like a flat wall. There was no handle to grab. Then, hearing a noise, he looked up and saw Colorina and Chemistria walking through the tunnel. They were moving along rather quickly. Sketcher followed them with his eyes, 
but he couldn't touch them. He watched as they chatted and laughed with the rabbit in a top hat and then carried on down the path. Deep, deep they went into the tunnel until finally they vanished from sight. This is the most adventurous thing that has ever happened to me, exclaimed Colorina as she grasped her sister's hand. I know, it's so exciting. But we need to be mindful of all that Topper told us, said Chemistria. The rabbit that Chemistria and Colorina had met up with was named Topper. He was very grateful to the two of them, especially Colorina. You colored me in and gave me life. I've been frozen in the between ever since I went down a rabbit hole at the base of this enormous redwood tree here in New Zealand, he said enthusiastically as he hopped around. Topper told the girls how he lived in the woods of New Zealand. And one day, as he was out hopping around, many years ago, he went down a rabbit hole at the trunk of an enormous winding sequoia tree with branches that went out in every direction. Exploring the inside of the tree, he lost his way and met up with a tree troll that lured him into a corner of the tree with a bright orange carrot. The moment that Topper took a bite of the carrot, he froze in time. For years, he was frozen in his corner of the sequoia and watched all the comings and goings of multiple visitors, including squirrels, chipmunks, bats, small foxes, and even a possum. There was a band of trolls who lived in the twisting sequoia for centuries. And they lured in forest animals and cast spells upon them to freeze them in time. They were all stuck in the between. Topper never thought he would see the light of day again. But thanks to the magic of Colorina and Chemistria, he had a new life. I'm off! I'm off! I'm off to find an exit to this place before those trolls know I have come to life. It is a marvelous world in here, full of life and creatures. But beware! The trolls will want to keep you here frozen in the between. The more animals they have frozen, the more time stands still. And the longer the trolls survive, said Topper. He offered for Chemistria and Colorina to follow him, but they weren't inclined. They both sought adventure and wanted to explore the inside of the sequoia. So Topper tipped his black hat and hopped off down a tunnel in search of an exit. We're on our own now exclaimed Chemistria, who was still holding her beaker. The sisters wandered down a long tree branch tunnel that twisted left and then right. There was a string of lights above them that lit the way. It wasn't long before they came to a fork in the tunnel where they saw a small chipmunk holding a nut in his mouth, frozen in time. He was in the between. Colorina's eyes lit up, and she turned to her sister. Do you think 
I can color him in and wake him up? Give it a try, encouraged Chemistria as she let go of her sister's hand. Colorina reached into her pocket and pulled out a set of colored pens and began to draw. She drew a red stripe down the chipmunk's back and colored in his fur with her burnt orange colored pen. But nothing happened. The chipmunk remained frozen in time. Hmm, maybe this isn't the same as with Topper, she sighed. Then Colorina reached up for Chemistria's hand and gave one more swipe of her burnt orange pen down the chipmunk's back. Laughed a little voice. Both Colorina and Chemistria stared at each other, then slowly turned towards the chipmunk. I'm ticklish, and you freed me. I'm forever indebted to you, but I must be on my way. Naughty the troll will be doing round soon, and I don't want to be here. And with that, the chipmunk disappeared down a dark, unlit tunnel. Chapter 3 Chemistria and Colorina watched as the chipmunk disappeared. Do you think we should follow him before Naughty comes round? asked Colorina. Chemistria wasn't really listening to her sister. So many thoughts were flying through her mind. She could barely keep up with them. Chemistria was thinking about how they didn't free the little chipmunk until they were holding hands. Colorina had been coloring him in, but it was only when she held her sister's hand that the chipmunk came to life. Looking down at the beaker that she was still holding, Chemistria saw that it bubbled up just the tiniest bit. She was still deep in thought when she felt Colorina pull on her sleeve. What? What was that? Chemistria said as she looked over at her sister, slightly annoyed. Naughty, we need to leave before Naughty the troll appears. Chemistria stood up a little straighter and all her senses heightened. You're right, she said. We need to make an exit plan. She had completely forgotten about Naughty until her sister reminded her. There were several tunnels to follow and not knowing one from the other, the sisters decided to go down the same tunnel as the chipmunk. It was not lit, and it didn't feel welcoming. Why did we pick this one again? asked Colorina, as they felt their way through the tunnel in the dark. Remember? Because the chipmunk chose it. He must know something, Chemistria responded, as reassuring as she could. They carried on down the tunnel, until finally it came to an end and they arrived at a lit-up crossway. There were now two other tunnels going down branches in opposite directions. Right in the middle of the crossway was a frozen porcupine. He was a small porcupine and he had a very endearing face. Look, said Colorina 
as she pointed at the porcupine with her pink pen. It's a porcupine. I've never seen a porcupine up close. Chemistria took a step back, pulling her sister with her. Don't touch it. Those quills are so sharp, she whispered. But he's so cute. Do you think that I should try coloring him, just like I colored in the chipmunk? Why? asked Chemistria. Because he's been frozen in the between by the trolls, and he probably wants out of this tree. I bet he can hear us talking right now, but he can't respond, said Colorina as she eyed the porcupine, hoping for some movement. There was none. Chemistria wasn't sure what to do. She understood what Colorina was saying, and she would love to free this cute little porcupine. But she didn't know if it was the wise choice. Colorina was naturally curious and very impulsive. So without even thinking, she colored her fuchsia pen along one of the porcupine's quills. Nothing happened, but the quill was now bright fuchsia. Oh, nothing happened. He didn't come alive, said Colorina with a bit of disappointment. I know why. It's because you weren't holding my hand. We create a certain chemistry together, and I'm holding my beaker. It was our chemistry that brought that chipmunk to life, said Chemistria. Oh, well, that's very exciting. I didn't realize we had that kind of power, said Colorina. Let's use it. I'm sure this porcupine will be very grateful. I think you're right, said Chemistria. Let's do it. Just as Chemistria and Colorina held hands, they heard a nearby noise. At first, it sounded like faraway footsteps, but they were getting closer. Then they heard a menacing voice. Who unfroze the chipmunk? I will find you, whoever you are, and I will find that chipmunk too. And both of you will be froze in the between, and I will live forever. <laughs> there is no escaping Naughty the Troll, and there is no escaping the Sequoia. Do you hear me? The sisters froze in terror. Chapter 4 Then there was silence. Colorina looked up at her big sister with imploring eyes. What should they do? Chemistria released her sister's hand and held her finger to her lips to indicate silence. Pointing to the frozen porcupine and then the fuchsia pen in Colorina's hand, Chemistria waved her hand up and down as if coloring. Then she grabbed Colorina's hand and squeezed it hard. Colorina knew immediately what to do. She began to color, using her fuchsia pen to draw on the porcupine. Naughty's footsteps grew closer. I'm coming for you. Alpha! 
find you and that chipmunk, he growled. Whoever you are, you will become part of the Troll Museum inside the Sequoia. <laughs> said Naughty as he let out the most menacing laugh. <laughs> Chemistria squeezed Colorina's hand harder. Nothing was happening to the porcupine. He wasn't coming to life. What should we do? whispered Colorina, looking up at her big sister. Not too far away, Naughty was at a crossroad in the tunnel. He stopped because he heard just the slightest whisper. He had a very keen sense of hearing, and he was sure there was something. He stopped and waited. Nothing. And then, just as he was about to pick a different direction, he heard it. I'm not sure. Maybe try another color, Chemistria whispered back to her sister. Nadi smiled to himself and then turned to the left, the direction the whisper had come from. Not knowing what else to do, Colorina put away her fuchsia pen and pulled out a golden yellow pen. He does have some yellow tones and maybe he wants the golden shades like royalty, whispered Colorina. Naughty was getting closer and this time he heard the whisper even louder. He smiled broadly and thought to himself, I've got you. Colorina began to color the porcupine with her golden yellow pen. And on the first stroke, the porcupine began to move. A few strokes later, the porcupine had sprung to life. I, I didn't want to be fuchsia, he laughed. I am eternally grateful to you two, and I love this new golden shade. Now let's get out of here. The girl smiled and said, Let's go! Let's go! Just then, Naughty stepped into the landing. Not so fast. Where do you think you're going? Any direction you take, I will have a troll at the end of the tunnel. ha <laughs> ha! Without thinking, the golden porcupine charged Naughty before he could move. Naughty was instantly pierced by porcupine quills. He let out the most ear-piercing scream. The porcupine looked at Naughty and said, Make one more peep, and you will have a needle in your butt. Colorina stifled a little laugh, and Naughty held his tongue and his mouth closed as his face turned red. The porcupine turned to Naughty and said, I believe there's a secret exit at the end of the westward-facing branch over there. I've heard you refer to it over the years while I was in the between. Just nod if that's correct, and don't you dare make a sound. Naughty gave the slightest nod. The porcupine turned to Chemistria and Colorina and said, Go now and leave me to Naughty. Follow that branch to the very end, and there you should find the secret exit. Chemistria and Colorina looked at each other, 
And then Kalarina pulled out her golden-colored pen. Give me your beaker, she said to her sister. She dipped the pen inside the liquid in Chemistria's beaker and then gave it to the porcupine. Use this crayon and free all the rest of the prisoners frozen in time, stuck in the between. Then she stuck her tongue out at Naughty and grabbed Chemistria's hand, and they ran down the westward branch. At the end of the branch, there was a hole with the tiniest pinprick of light coming through. That must be it, said Chemistria, the secret exit. She lay down on her stomach and held her sister's hand. Here we go, she said. Then she put her finger through the tiny hole and was sucked right through it, along with her sister, Colorina, who was holding tight. They flew through space and time and landed right back in their bedroom in Goop World. Looking up at her chalkboard paint wall, with the drawing of the secret tunnel, Colorina exclaimed, Where's Sketcher? I don't know, answered Chemistria, but let's go find him and tell him all about Naughty and our magic powers. But Sketcher was nowhere to be found. He was stuck in the National Gallery of Armenia. But that is a tale for another time. Okay, that's it for today's tale. How did you like it? Did you get inspired to draw your own world, to create your own world? I hope you did, just like Colorina, because if you did, I want you to take a look at our Goop, Create Your Own Goop Story Kit, which is launched on Amazon. Now you can use that story kit to color in and create your very own Goop tale. I have had so many amazing goop tail ideas sent to me, over a thousand, and I can't make them all. So this Create Your Own Goop Story Kit helps you bring your own idea to life. So head on over to Amazon and search for Create Your Own Goop Story Kit. And once you have created your own goop, once you've gotten that and created your own goop, then send me an email with a picture or a little bit about your goop or a little bit of your story, send it to maria at gooptales.com because I'm collecting them. And there's going to be 10 winners to a contest to win a video call with me and all of you 10. And we're going to talk about your goops and what you're going to create with them. Okay, so this is how you do it. I put all the details and the links in the description box of this episode how to go and get the Create Your Own Goop Story Kit. Go get it on Amazon. Make your own goop. Draw your own goop. Write your own story and send it to maria at gooptales.com. And I will randomly select 10 winners and reach out to you. I'm excited to meet you all on the video call and see your faces. Before I sign off for today, I just want to give a shout out to a couple people who have left reviews. I love reading your reviews and I love listening to your voicemail messages. So don't forget to leave me messages at gooptales.com. It means a lot to me and it keeps me going and you all inspire me. Thank you, Hudson, Ariane, Alice, and 
Carolyn. I thank you so much for leaving me reviews and or messages. And I will see all of you little goopies in the next Goop Tale, or hopefully on a video call with me.